Hi folks, my name is Girish Bally, the host for Back to Basics, another Back to Basics for another week. Today we're going to talk to you about menopause. Yes, it's a difficult uh, topic. It is a different topic for Back to Basics, but you know what? It needs to be talked out as to where the spark is gone. And I think this guest of mine has her uh, information on the the website and it says get your spark back. And how do we get that spark back? What do we need to do in order to do that? Do men have menopause or just ladies in general? So we're going to go and talk about that with our guest uh, today. Her name is Allison. Great person to chat with. I spoke with her weeks back and it seems like we we are in the same level when it comes to certain topics including menopause obviously. So uh Allison, how are you and thanks for coming to uh, Back to Basics. Oh, thank you, uh, Yuris. It's it's lovely to be here. Thank you for having me on and and being able to talk about menopause because it is, like you say, a subject yeah. that really needs to be spoken about more. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, thank you again, Allison, for for being on uh, Back to Basics and supporting me. Uh, before we start the whole topic and what you do and what you don't do and all the the menopause stuff, what does Back to Basic mean to you? Yeah, back to base, it means to, means to me that it, life doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it. Getting back to the basic things, you know, improves health. Really, simple things in life are normally the ones that are most beneficial for your health, mm. such as sleep, you know, good nutrition, stress management and movement. It doesn't have to be get back to the basics, the things that make you feel good. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Thank you again for that. So first of all, before we get into the details of what we're going to talk about, first of all, what is menopause? I mean, we kind of know it, but a lot of people, they don't know it. So can you just explain what, what that is first before we do that? Yeah, sure. Great question, because that is so important. It, it's like you say, it's, it's a word that's that's used, but we, we don't know. Many people don't really understand what it truly means. And to explain it, really, you have to explain the different stages of menopause because there are different stages. And, and the first stage is called perimenopause. And this is a, a phase on, on average. Obviously, it's people are very, women are very individual. But on average, this starts around the age of 45. It can start earlier. Uh, and this goes on until we go into what we call menopause. Perimenopause is where your hormones, you're still having periods, but your hormones are very, you know, up and down. Your estrogen, your progesterone is all over the place. And, and that can lead to many different symptoms like mood swings, anxiety, hot flushes, weight gain. I mean, the list goes on of, of different symptoms that you may experience or not. So that phase goes on. It diff again, it's difficult to say exactly how long this goes on for, but it goes on until we come into what we call menopause. And menopause is actually the word that we use when, when you haven't had a period for a year, a full year straight, you are actually then in menopause. Uh, so you're not uh, ovulating anymore. Uh, you, you're not fertile anymore. So you're in menopause. And this, on average, 
51, 52 years of age. But again, it, it's it's very, very varied depending on, on the, the person. And then once you're in menopause and you, you're not menstruating anymore, you then are in what we call post-menopause. So you're in the next phase of your life. And I mean, post-menopause can go on for, you know, 30 plus years. We, we live so much longer now. You know, 100, 200 years ago, women didn't really live that much longer when they hit menopause. So it's so important to have that quality of life because there's many, many years left that, you know, you've, life's, there's lots to be done. So, you know, looking after yourself in this time period is crucial. Yeah, you know, Alison, thank you again uh, for, for that. But when people, they use the word menopause uh, loosely, when I say loosely, I mean, they don't really know much about it, but, but they always they say that it's an illness and it's not an illness. It's a stage of life, isn't it? So can you explain to people that it's not an illness? It's actually just a stage of life when people, they go through this. Absolutely. It's, it, that's what I say as well to my, my clients that, you know, it's a, it's a totally natural phase of life. It's not a disease. This is, you know, every single woman on the planet will go through uh, perimenopause and menopause. And it's just another phase in life. And, you know, your hormones are, are declining and you will gradually uh, stop producing estrogen from your ovaries. Uh, but it is a totally natural process. In, in, an, in a way, we should embrace it as, as a woman and think this is I'm going into a, a different phase of my life. So it shouldn't. There's, a, there's quite a negative aura attached around menopause. I know when my mother and my grandmother were going through it, it, it they didn't talk about it. It was more you know, you just get on with it. You know, you don't talk about things like that. Whereas I don't know what it's like in, in the US, but in, in Europe now, there's a bit of a menopause revolution going on. And the, the awareness is coming a lot greater. And, and women are starting to say, you know, hold on a minute, I actually want help with this. And I want to understand it. And I want my doctor to help me. It's getting there, but there's still a lot more, there's more research needed and more knowledge in, in you know the general public of, of what they can do and how they can support themselves yeah yeah so thank thank you again for that you know uh back in the time uh during menopause time back in the olden times right and compared to today do you think the lifestyle has changed because it, it looks like people they still do the same thing back in the days and nowadays they're focused on running and eating well and and being on the fitness side and what are, what are your thoughts on that i mean do you think the thought process has changed over the years yeah great great question i and i always go back to my grandmother uh you know when she was she was just so healthy and she didn't do i think how we live or not everyone obviously but in general we're very we want quick fixes don't we now and like you say we're very focused on oh I should be eating that way I should be working out should be it was more there was more balance I think when years ago people weren't as obsessed with things they were more I'm, I'm just having a more of a balanced life and there was a much less stress I think stress in in the modern society now is terrible for for our health but more more of a, a balance and you know the the food chain obviously isn't what it used to be years ago you know 
oh, that's a whole nother another podcast, isn't it? But you know, big food and and the, the we're so subjected to all this fast food and what we call the standard American diet, which is basically just full of processed sugary foods, which doesn't benefit your health in, in many, many aspects. So it, society has changed in some ways for, for our health, for the worst, in the natural things like the food and, and, and everything. You know, Alison, thank you again. You know, when you were talking about food and, and nutrition and eating well, what what I have observed uh, over the years, it looks like uh, young girls, they are getting periods early as compared to before. Do you think it's the food that we're eating now and that we're not eating more natural food versus processed food? What are your thoughts on that part? Yeah, it's there isn't so much research on that, but there has been suggestions it's difficult really to answer that question because i don't think we really know no, no, i mean there, there's no but, right and wrong it, answer it's just here no, but the, the um that is, is very true young girls have, have started their periods much earlier and it could be down to um things such as uh extra estrogens uh like they're called xenoestrogens and, and they're actually um they mimic estrogen and they they can be found in uh, many different things like your plastics uh, or cleaning products, uh, fertilizers that we use on the garden. There's, there's so many things that have these um, xenoestrogens that, that can stimulate the body, you know, hormonally in, in, a, in a different way. And you know, it, you, you're also on foods because they spray all these pro, the products that we eat with, with these fertilizers. So, I my personal opinion is is that it is society that it is the way the things that we've changed that have that has maybe caused this that that women are or girls are having periods much earlier. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you again, Alison. It was just a thought process when you mentioned about mm -hmm. uh, you know food and nutrition. And how young girls they they get early due to those things and and it's just my observation nothing else so thank you again for answering that now when people they go through menopause in, in the stages now what do they need to do in order to i guess focus on good stuff versus the bad stuff is this a bad stuff i mean explain to me if if you don't mind yeah, that that's a, a big question because there's a lot of things going on when when you're going through perimenopause and menopause. Because what what you need to understand is that estrogen, we have estrogen receptors all over our body. So when the estrogen levels start to decline, you know it, it affects almost every bodily system, um, and that you know can lead to these symptoms. That not all women have them you know some women just glide through it and don't really feel anything but some women really suffer the areas that you that you need to focus on um is bone health because estrogen is a, is a major player in in bone health so it's been shown in research that when women go through menopause and the estrogen levels decline um you can lose bone density and you can be at a higher risk of osteoporosis so Things to do for that, you know, eating your calcium rich foods, 
or green leafy vegetables, of dairy products, etc. You know, making sure that you're getting enough calcium, vitamin D, um, and also vitamin K too, because they they kind of work together for bone health. Uh, brain health is another key thing in, in menopause, because again, estrogen receptors in the brain, you know, you, your whole body needs estrogen. And that can really affect your mood and you can start having anxiety. Uh, I mean, depression, obviously, depression is slightly different than just mood swings. But 20% of women going into menopause will suffer from depression. Um, so, you know, that's a key area. And that, again, is, you know, looking at eating a nutritional dense diet, getting away from all the processed sugary you know, fizzy drinks, energy drinks, all that, the, the sugar causes inflammation and inflammation affects the brain. Uh, well, uh, affects everything, but, you know, the brain is one of the areas that, that it affects. So that's a key area. And also heart health. Heart health is a, is a key area for menopause. The risk of uh, heart disease goes up quite considerably for, for women that are slightly older in menopause due to estrogen's protective effects on, on the, the arteries and also the, your metabolism, so your triglyc triglyceride levels and, and, and everything. So it's, there's, a, there's a lot going on in menopause that we really need to, to look after ourselves and, and, and be aware of, because also your met metabol metabolism can be affected with these hormone changes. And you might find that you start putting weight on, mainly around the, the uh, belly area, so the, the middle area. You know, and it all, it's like it all just escalates. And, you know, you can put weight on. That can put you at higher risk of heart disease. It affects your bones because you're, you're heavier. Uh, so it's, there's so many different issues that you really need to focus on and look after yourself. You, you can get away with it when you're younger, but you can't really get away with it the same as you, you did, you know, when you were younger, when you're older. You have to take more care yeah. of yourself. You know, Alison, thank you again. You know, when when we, when ladies, they go through this menopause, right, and you just said earlier about mood swings. Now, what does a spouse need to do to help with that moodiness to make them feel better? Uh, I mean, what do we what do we need to do be, to help the spouse and the relationship between the two? Because I have been seeing different different issues when menopause happen, then the relationship breaks and the relationship is not good. So, how do we bring them together? And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think that that is an area that really needs to be discussed uh, as well because. What I th would think is, you know, the majority of men, I'm not saying all men, but don't really understand what menopause is. So I think a lot of it is is lack of knowledge. You know, if if a couple, the lady was to sit down with her husband and maybe, you know, just in a nice way to try to explain that I, I feel like this because of my hormones. And, you know, I don't mean to be snappy. I don't mean to be moody, but sometimes I just can't control it. And I think it's having, from from the man's point of view, it's just having that little bit of understanding um, and maybe not reacting immediately when, when somebody says something. But, I mean, it also works both ways. 
I mean, I know myself, I'm going through perimenopause and, you know, I'm normally quite a calm person. And I sometimes, you know, with my husband can, maybe see, I can be just so irritated over nothing. You can, he can just be drinking a cup of tea and I'll, I'll find that really irritating. And, and the best thing to do is just to breathe, take a deep breath before you react, before you say something that you'll probably regret. And also what I found is to take yourself away from that situation. So if you find someone irritating or you feel you're going to just explode into a mood mood swing or something, just maybe just move into another room because th that kind of diffuses the situation. But I think men men are really great and they, they really listen. So I think if, if you just sit down with your partner and try and explain what's going on, and, and say that I don't mean to be like this. It, this is just a phase of my life that, that I'm going through. And I think a lot of women as well, they, they come into menopause and they start to kind of reevaluate their life. And they think, well, hold on a minute. You know, I've been looking because women are carers, aren't they? And they've been looking after their family and the children and they've, they've had a career. And all of a sudden they're thinking, well, hold on a minute. This is actually my time. I want time to do things for myself. And I've seen that in relationships that, that sometimes can cause a bit of friction because, you know, the, the woman in a way says, no, I, I want to go and do this. I want to go and learn something or go back to college and have, you know, in, in a way you would have less time with the family. So it can be difficult. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, thank you again, Alison, for explaining that, you know, we, we do need to help each other out to, to get mm -hmm. a, you know, get through this. And, and it is a tough journey when it comes to these things. You know, I was going through your uh, website and you you do nutritional therapy. Can you explain what, what that is besides, I mean, it's kind of explanatory, but I think it needs to be explained uh, uh, better from, from you, if you don't mind explaining. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Because people don't, people don't, not people, not many people actually truly understand what nutritional therapy is. And it's basically the nutritional science. Um, what how a nutritional therapist works? I work with a functional medicine model, so I look at the whole person and really get to the root problem using the power of nutrition and lifestyle modifications. So nutritional therapy is using evidence-based nutritional knowledge to improve people's health and well-being. And in, in it's very individual. You, you have a very lengthy, lengthy consultation with someone and really get to the problem. Why, for example, if you were having migraines, you know, you don't, it's not just sticking a plaster on that. It's actually finding out why do you have migraines? What What is actually behind that? Is it stress? Is it something you're eating? And then putting together a, a, an in-depth program for that person, you know, small steps nothing too drastic at once because if you're trying to change the way somebody eats you have to do it quite gradually uh, and, and then working with that person on a one-to-one -one basis give you lots of support and and, and everything to Im improve their health and it, it's totally amazing how you can improve people's health with with nutrition and lifestyle change yeah yeah. Th yeah thank you thank you again uh allison for explaining that you know um in the beginning when i was introducing you I said, get your spark back. And I think that's what you said on your website. Uh, but now when I look at the, the services, there there's this one package which 
you know, it says reclaim your spark. Can you explain uh, about the spark issue? I it's not really an issue, right? But it's it's more boosting, right? I think that's the right yeah. word. Yeah. So so can you explain? So can you explain what this spark and what this boost is, if you don't mind? Yeah, sure. I my um is regain your sparkle because a lot of where that comes from is that a lot of women when they go into perimenopause that they just lose their zest for life you know they, they start weight on they start losing confidence they start feeling tired and you know i'm very much that midlife women should be full of zest and sparkle and that you know that twinkle in your eye and enjoying life to the full so with the package that that you're talking about uh girish it's it's working with that person to find out why they've lost their sparkle why, why aren't you feeling like you did 10 years ago and really helping them with support and nutrition and lifestyle modifications to get back to feeling how they were before and you know with a skip in the step and a smile on their face yeah i mean uh, uh thank you again for explaining that because uh it, it seems like everyone needs a boost once in a while and uh, a spark in their life um you know ex as you explained about the the bloating and not you know the sex life goes down what do we need to do to bring it up and i think your service has actually done uh, done well and i think i've seen uh, certain videos and it's been uh, great from your uh, inspirational so thank you again for for coming here too and explaining to us uh, about the details of menopause. But before you leave today, Alison, if you don't mind, um, do you have any last words uh, for my listeners and my viewers? And how was your journey on Back to Basics, if you don't mind? Yeah, I would say just some some things that, that you know people can do if they're really feeling like they're struggling. The first thing would be is to get the knowledge, realize that you don't have to do this alone and there is support out there for you. You know, go and see your doctor, uh, go to a nutritional therapist, get, get the support that you need so you can really start feeling better. Eat uh, a Mediterranean style diet, get rid of all the sugar processed foods and really try to concentrate on plant-based uh, foods, lots of healthy protein, fats, carbohydrates. Um, from vegetables and, and fruits and also one thing also take time for yourself self-care prioritize yourself and really allow yourself to have that time to, to do things that that you enjoy people people always say oh my to-do list is so long I never have time for myself but your to-do list is never going to be done is it really so if you don't prioritize yourself, you're never going to have that time to de-stress and, and relax. So they're, they're, and they're, I mean, there's many, <laughs> there's many things, but they're the key things that I would say today. I think back to basis is great. I think you're, you're doing a wonderful job, uh, Girish. And it's such a, you know, we do need to get back to basics. Like I said before, when you, when you asked me at the beginning, the, the simple things in life are normally the ones that are most beneficial for our health. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you again, Allison, for for being here and uh, and and supporting me and uh, giving the two cents of uh, of your knowledge of uh, menopause. And uh, guys, I think you should contact her definitely if you have any issues or any concerns 
just contact her. Uh, you know, there's one thing that I try to do in my show is to give as much knowledge as I can. So thank you again, Allison, for for your help and your the knowledge and uh, supporting me on this podcast. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you, Girish. It's, it's wonderful to be here, and it's so lovely to talk to you today. Yeah, yes. Thank you. Thank you again, Allison. So, guys, we spoke with Allison today, and we talked about menopause, and we talked about nutrition. We talked about it's okay to have menopause, and what do we need to do to help each other out when it comes to spouses. We all need to listen when they are moody, when they are going through certain things, and how do we get over that? That's what Allison is trying to do on her website and her services. How to respark your boost, right? Or is it boost your spark? So, guys, as usual, as always, there is a quote of the day from Back to Basics, and hopefully, my guest will like this quote. And the quote is: "Age is just a number. Life and aging." are the greatest gift that we could possibly ever have. So enjoy your life as much as you can. Menopause can come, they can go, they can stay for so many years. But there's one thing that menopause will not take over, which is your life and your age. So guys, as usual as always, what do I always say at the end of the episode? Everything in life goes back to basics and that's what we did today guys. Guys take care, God bless and keep on commenting on all the episodes including this one and please support me in all the episodes because I try to work as much as I can to bring all the basic co- topics on this show. And there are three things including this episode that it's always the best, which is the content, the guest and definitely the host. Guys take care, God bless and I'll see you next week on Back to Basics. next week's episode on back to basics you're in the what we call myopic or nearsighted realm and if you don't have a minus but a plus in front your eye is um is shorter and it's in a hyperopic or farsighted realm and so with that um we have those measurements because we need to get your image or the things that you're seeing which is on the I would say the film of your eye which is called the retina we need that image to be clear on the film and so that's what those the um the minus and the plus it's it's optics yeah thank you thank you again for explaining that